This is the Blasian Baddie, Mia Yim, and you are listening to the Big Gold Belt Podcast. All right, welcome to the Big O Bell Podcast. I I typically, maybe I exaggerate the statement a little bit by saying this is a special episode, but truly, truly, this this one is super, super duper special. You may have heard, you may have known as her as the Blazian Baddie, but she's not only just that, she's an icon and she's absolutely my friend. She is Mia Yim. What is going on? What's up? Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking time out of your very, very busy scheduling this month of august (laughs) so um definitely will not hold too much of your time but i just let's 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 get right into it so i'm 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 gonna run off a few dates to you and i'm sure these dates really resonate with you very hard and um um and you know we'll just get back into basically the emotions you went through throughout all of these dates so the first one is november 24th 2017 this one was in northern virginia the next one was April 5th, 2018. This one was in Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. The next one was July 20th. And that was uh, an announcement online. And then the most recent date was August 8th, 2018. So you you know me by now that I have horrible memory. <laughs> um, <laughs> so these dates... You- you're going to kind of have to give me a refresher on what happened on these days. I got you. I got you. I well, I will say, I, I will say of all these dates, oh, of three of these dates, I was there. <laughs> the Northern Virginia date is when I saw you in the ring with, uh, what was it, a four and four? So seven other very talented women. And um, I'm not quite sure what happened initially. I know you was carried out and immediately um, I drew concern, but you, you know, you were a poker face. So initially looking at you, I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's nothing. But, you know, <laughs> you are the token child of Northern Virginia. So, you know, we have to make sure that you're actually extra taken care of. So, <laughs> well, you um, always take care of me, especially with my shoe game. So, <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> Yeah, but okay. um, so November, yeah, I remember. November is that. when you sustained your injury. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna get too much into detail what happened, but that's when I broke my leg. Um, I've never broken anything before, so I honestly thought that I just like dislocated my ankle, and mm-hmm. it was like, okay, you know what, I'm just. I'm just going to put it right back into place because yeah. when it happened, it didn't hurt. Uh, my leg just fell asleep. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll just pop it right back in and continue on. So yeah. I went to, I kicked uh, the girl with my leg and it it legit just felt like, a, 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 how do I explain? Like if you just um, 
took a doll and hit it against something and how it just like windled spaghetti? down. I'm sorry? Would you classify like spaghetti? Yes. So like yes. I kicked and then there was like it just it just fell. Um, mm. And I was like, okay, well that that's not good. Um, so I've always told myself if I got hurt, as much as I love the fans, I love the show, I would rather just immediately leave rather than making it worse. Right. Um, so the minute I knew something was wrong and I went to kick and it just nothing happened and it just kind of mm -hmm. like was just dangling, I just tagged myself out and left. Okay. Um, and the whole time, like I said, like it didn't hurt. Uh, it was just, it, it just felt like it was asleep. So I walked to the back and um, in my head, I'm trying to keep myself calm because this was maybe a couple months after the first May Young. So I'm like, huh, nothing, nothing can go wrong. Like everything's yeah. fine. Everything's fine. Trying to keep calm. And then Bobby Shields, uh, thank God for him. And for those of you, those that don't know, um, Bobby actually was one of my first Bobby and Kerman was one of my first ever trainers in wrestling. So Bobby immediately dropped everything and took me to the ER. He was, you know, laughing, um, helping me laugh throughout the whole journey. Yeah. Uh, and then in the car ride, I called my parents. Uh, thankfully I told my parents not to come to this show because it was going to be a quick, uh, f I think it was a five on five, Maybe it was a four on four. It was going to be a quick match. And then I had to immediately leave to go to North Carolina for Queens of Combat. Yes. So I told them, don't even come. I'm not even going to be able to <laughs> hang out with you much. Thank God I told them that because they would have totally freaked out. Yeah. Um. So my mom met up with me in the ER. We did x-rays and that's when I found out I broke my leg. Um. But the guy right after he took the x-rays, like, oh, yeah, it's definitely broken. I was like, well crap and then he says but it's okay you'll be able to wrestle just like you were doing before like it's not it's not anything that career ending and that's when it hit me like wow that was an actual possibility yeah. um because i've never gotten hurt before so i never even i, I always this is gonna sound really silly but i thought that i was invincible and that was a real reality check um because i didn't even think about that and that's when I just sat there like I could have eight years could have gone down the toilet right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So when I found out, you know, hey, I, I can wrestle again to my full ability that was before. Like <clears throat> I'm, I, I'm the type of person that tries to find the positives in any situation. So I just held on to that. Like, you know what? The, that's a positive. I can at least I can come back. Um. So my mom came and she's freaking out. This I'm. My sister never got hurt, so I'm the first child of hers to really get mm -hmm. injured. So she's like crying and freaking me out because she's freaking out. Um, and then, uh, so I had to cancel going to Queens of Combat because in my head, until I found out it was broken, I was just like, "It's okay, I'll be able to make the show tomorrow. It's fine." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to cancel off that, and then my mom just took care of me that weekend. Uh, flew back home to Orlando um, with a broken leg, which really sucked because on that flight, I fell asleep and then I had a nightmare. So I jumped and I kicked. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it hurt so bad. Oh, boy. That, that hurt. Um, but like when I got home, because in the ER, I immediately called Shayna and Jess and I told them what happened. And 
it was amazing with how how they reacted because they immediately was like, okay, when you get home, let us know when you're getting home. Um, we both are going to get there to, to get your bags, to carry you out. Like we'll, we'll be there when you land. Um, and they were, and they literally. They live up to their name, the BRE. Yes, exactly. And especially since we just moved in together, like two or three months earlier, it was really cool to see them drop everything and, go out of their way to help me uh even like i'm on the wheelchair waiting outside for them to pull up they immediately like sped up to me like rushed out of the car took my bags <laughs> and literally like helped me in the car like it was it was amazing to see that they they weren't just my friends then they were my sisters yeah um and throughout the whole journey like having the surgery um jess was still doing twitch at the time so she was working from home um making her own schedule so she really worked around whatever i needed before she had to work so like if i need to go to a doctor's appointment if uh, she was there for me before and after my surgery um after my surgery she made sure that i ate she made sure that my legs leg was propped up um shana would make me laugh like it was just it it really helped with the bond yeah because um, they both also experience injuries themselves so mm -hmm. they they know what it's like and they know how to speed up recovery they know how to make the recovery easier so everything i didn't know because i'd never been hurt before so right. they were the ones like make sure you eat a bunch of calories um this that and the third like just helping me out with little things supplements um, every little thing they helped me. So I think the reason why I recovered quickly and recovered so well is because I had them helping me just with my nutrition, just with my exercises, my PT. They made sure I did my like my homework that my therapist would yeah. tell me to do. Um, so they dropped everything and and really took care of me. So obviously, um, and I I will take one step back, um. And, and the reason why I call you an icon is because anyone who's ever been on this show, majority of anyone who's ever been on this show as a guest, has a has, has in one way, shape, or form has mentioned you in some positive entity as being someone they looked up to, someone that's helped them. And obviously, you know, my favorite thing is moving the locker room, keeping things on time. So, a lot of positive things that you have helped people. Um, as and. You know, not to mention too the the um put the nail in it campaign that you're a big advocate for with helping others by um you know not letting domestic violence uh and the silence around it be a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. So throughout this injury process, you're actually on the opposite end of the table where you are the one needing help. I mean, did this make you uncomfortable at all, or you know? It definitely did because I'm such an independent person. Like, yeah. I, so the BRE, like we all have our own set of chores that we do, but we enjoy it. So like Jess likes to cook, so she'll cook for us. I like to clean, so I'll clean up after everybody. Shayna is a hands-on person, so she's the one that's fixing everything. So yeah. like those four months of just not being able to vacuum, not being able to wash the dishes, I couldn't even like take the dogs out. Um, yeah. I just felt so useless and like they – they definitely reassured me to tell me like, Hey, you know, it's not a problem. What you need to do is rest. But the whole time I'm like, 
damn, it sucks. I can't even like drive myself to the store. I just felt like a burden. Um, and of course they make fun of me now for it, but they definitely made <laughs> sure that I didn't, <laughs> that I wasn't, you know, I didn't have that thought when, um, I was going through my injury. They definitely reassured me with that, but it, it, it makes me, it definitely makes me uncomfortable whenever I have to depend on somebody. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. And plus you're, you're, you're surrounded by some of the best people in the world that, you know, literally shifted their whole schedules and, and dropped everything to make sure that you return and it return. The reward for the return is so great. Absolutely. And side, can I add a side story? Go so, ahead. Christmas is my favorite holiday. And so this happened the day after Thanksgiving. And so I remember I was just complaining to the girls because this was going to be our first Christmas together. I was going to decorate the house. I was going to get us a tree. So Shayna's like a Grinch and she doesn't really care too much about Christmas. So I'm like, that's fine. I'll do everything. And then when I got injured, I was so sad that I couldn't like make this Christmas to, uh. to be something we could remember. So I remember like I came home after doing errands with Jess and I see a Christmas tree up and I was so delighted. And Shana was just like, oh, here's your tree. I went out and got you a tree because I know how important it was to you. So Merry Christmas. And it was like, oh, you have a heart. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, even Vader cared. E even Vader cared about Luke at a time. I, know <laughs> I, 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 still, I still don't get it, but OK. <laughs> yeah and, and you know what's funny too is um i've, I've never even mentioned this to you but it, it i think it's very i mean that i'm um, hearing this story but yet but not only just that you guys also invite all of you fans to actually be invited into your homes and see you guys relationships on display all the time <laughs> from the twitch streams to the mini the mean tweets thing was absolutely amazing like that was so freaking <laughs> Clever and funny. I, I, I thoroughly loved it. So um we're hoping yeah, to have more projects in the works when we have some more time, but yeah. yeah. So so let's move on to April real quick. So April 5th, New Orleans, Louisiana, WrestleMania weekend, 12 o'clock at night, beyond wrestling and uh WWR. I, I I met you met you met me at the door and you, you <laughs> told me that there was a little bit of jitters, but as always, once back and you with mjf <laughs> not your favorite <laughs> that's similar you to um but you know to see you go down in the manner you did to hearing the news that it was a broken leg um you know and and, and, and as a fan of yours and and crushed by that but to see you come back in the ring was absolutely every bit of the moment of being up one at the 12 o'clock show but nonetheless, it's being in New Orleans to experience your your return. Can you just tell me your initial feeling? I ran through the curtains. Well, when I told you that, you know, I was a little bit nervous. You said before I have a great poker face. And once again, that's an example. Because <laughs> I was literally pooping bricks. Oh. Like... <laughs> I was shaking. I was like, oh, my God, what if I'm not good enough? What if I suck? What if the hype behind me, like, coming back is just absolute rubbish? Um, so I was petrified. Um, I'm so glad I was able to be in the ring with three professionals because they definitely took care of me. They understood 
my nerves and they protected me. Um, so e even Stokely, like all of them really protected me and took care of me. So after, you know, the first couple minutes of being in the ring with them, like it felt like riding a bike. <laughs> so it was, I was, I, I'm very happy that I was able to come back for WrestleMania weekend because I originally thought I was going to be coming back in March, but then my doctor pretty much wanted me to stay off another month. Um, but he allowed me to do in-ring training. Um, so I've, I was training the whole month just so I don't come back looking like garbage. Um, so at WrestleMania, it, the time, the timetable worked out. Yeah. <laughs> good things, good things happen to good people. <laughs> so, you. um, uh, all right. So, moving forward, July twentieth, an announcement was made via Twitter. At least that's where I've seen it from the <laughs> from the official WWE May Young Classic handle, and it said that returning to the second annual May Young Classic, me and Yum, and I pretty much like lost my shit. Like I was just like. <laughs> I mean, because I'm look, I'm not that anybody that knows me, or if you don't know, I'm not that type of person. I don't look for scoops. I don't I don't ask, you know, favors or anything like that. So I'm legitimately a fan of wrestling. This is what I like, the storytelling, and I like characters and stuff like that. So I didn't do it. This is legitimately a surprise. So when I see the tweet, I'm like, I so I had already had my my tickets and stuff. So I was just going mm -hmm. because I last year was just so amazing. I was like, there's no way. So I'm just waiting and waiting to see, you know, which one of my favorites are going to be announced. But then, like I said, July 20th, I saw that tweet. I literally was like, hell yeah, this this is. <laughs> I mean, what was your emotions when you saw it and people's reactions to it when you saw it? Man. So one thing I I knew for a month that I was going to be doing it again, um, but I always have. I like surprises and I feel like there's not a lot of surprises in wrestling anymore just because of dirt sheets because of yeah. so I do my best to not say anything if anything is regarding me or whatever I'm doing just because surprise you know there's not a lot of surprises anymore and when it finally yeah. happens it's like it's it, it's more of an emotion um, yeah. when you finally get confirmation or you, you hear it and it's out of nowhere um, so I knew for about a month, but it, when I was told, or when I was invited back, I legit, <laughs> I, me and the girls were just like watching wrestling. I think it was Raw or SmackDown or something. And we're all just watching wrestling. I just checked my email and I see the invitation and I'm reading it. And I can't believe it because after I got hurt. In my head, I'm like, they're they're never gonna want me back. Like, they're they're gonna think I'm injury prone, even though it's the first injury I've ever had in my life. Yeah, uh, they they don't want damaged goods. So I kind of had it in my head, like they don't want me anymore. So I'm just gonna do the indies for as long as I can until I can't anymore, and just enjoy it. Um, so when I got that invitation, I read it and I dropped my phone and I just started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> for some reason <laughs> and the girls are looking at me like i'm um i just ha smoked weed or something <laughs> and i was like guys they want me for the may young and then <laughs> they both was like yes good people so we had like a little celebration um 
And then so when it finally announced and just like the amount of support and everyone that like they, they didn't invite a lot of people from last year back. So mm -hmm. I felt very blessed and honored that they would want to invite me back. Um, and it was really cool because when I got the invitation, uh, the I'm, I'm not going to say names, but the person that sent me the invitation was just like, show us how well your recovery is. And it mm. was like, that was, I love motivation. Like mm -hmm. I love when somebody challenges me because it, it, I'm going to prove them right. I'm yeah. going to prove them that I've been busting my ass all this time. So it was like, done. I got you. Like that's, <laughs> I'm going to show you that I'm better than before injury. Um, so it was, it's really, oh, the whole ride was just awesome. Like, especially getting that email and getting, seeing them actually announce me. Cause they didn't announce me last year. I was like, I think nobody knew about it until the parade of champions. So for them to announce me on Twitter, it was and with Mercedes Martinez as well. Like, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like, wow. This is awesome. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> and then our last date again is August 8th. And that's where it all went down. Now we'll, we'll come back to that, but I will say like, it was the most amazing experience for me as a fan ever. Absolutely ever. It was every bit worth the trip and everything. I I was so I was so I was so emotionally invested as a fan. Then I was just so emotionally invested and in then seeing a lot of people I've seen work um a long time to be able to be on this stage that they worked hard for. I mean, look, I, I and I, I did I did recording obviously some video recording for you because you know gotta make sure you get in the peripherals, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, from seeing your emotion, Deanna Prazo's emotion, I mean, it, it was at times, it was just, it was kind of hard to keep a straight face because I've seen you guys work so hard all over the world to be able to have that opportunity. Yet alone, you having a second opportunity in the world mm -hmm. of where second opportunities really never come. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, um, so I'm going to just take one step back again. So in January, I believe it was January 28th, the Black Panther movie was released. <laughs> and everyone, if uh, unless they're just idiots, should know that you're a huge fan of it. And I actually credit you to being the only person who have seen it more times than me. <laughs> <laughs> so my my literally general question for is, what did that movie, and this was during why you were injured as well, too. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, this was a challenging time you know, for you as you wasn't traveling and, you know, you just, the uh, you know, the, the uncomfortableness and repetition of, of, of rehab and so on. But yet this monumental movie came out and obviously you are a fan of it, but what did this movie actually mean to you? Well, the fact that there's so many different elements to that question, just because while I was injured, I wanted to focus on something that I wasn't able to focus on before, um, such as my character, um, my makeup, my hair, my skin, but primarily my my character. I, I didn't know what I was. I don't know what I wanted to be, but I had to, like I watched Kill Bill all over again, and that's where the Blation Baddies started to form. And then when I watched Black Panther over and over and over again, like... Killmonger I'm like I feel you like Killmonger aside from you know Michael 
aside from all you know the obvious i'm like i understand where this character is coming from um and of course every, you know there's gonna be people like oh well he's a bad guy and he wanted to kill everybody blah 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 it's like yeah well so so does joker so does uh darth vader or whatever like a lot of people is gonna relate to a villain it doesn't you know it's just <sighs> what well, that would be you assuming that he is a villain I don't, I think, so what impacted me the most, um, I'm not, everyone knows this, I am not a comic book person, I don't care for the nerdy things, no offense, if you do, you know, all the power to you, but like, I never cared for We're not offended. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Like, so like, to watch Black Panther for the first time, it was so relatable just because you know, I, it, me and my sister never had a hard life, um, but growing up in Southern California in the early 90s and being around during, you know, the the riots of 92, um, everything that happened with Rodney King, uh, being around at that time, especially with my dad being in the FBI, um, in the gang unit, we saw both sides of it. So to watch Black Panther, one, for the fact that it was, it's a movie that a young African-American child can finally look at a character as like, I want to be that. You know, yeah. they they have someone that they feel like they could be. Um, just a positive influence that's not Superman or Batman or whatever. Um and then also the realism in it as far as coming from California, coming from Oakland and seeing the struggles of uh, just living in poverty, having to deal with black on black crime, having to mm-hmm. deal with, you know, police versus the African-Americans, um, just things like that. That's so realistic to this day and age and that a lot of people tend to tune out, but it, it's it's more real than people think yeah um of course it's a superhero movie but like there's a lot of realism in it in my opinion so to see killmonger and why he wanted to do what he wanted to do and for those that haven't seen the movie you should but I, i'm trying not to spoil it <laughs> i mean if you haven't seen it jesus I know, christ right? I know. <laughs> but it was it was very relatable and I understood why he wanted to do that just because of his upbringing, because of the struggles he had. And it made sense that like he is a monster that black Panther Wakanda created themselves without even knowing. Um, So I, I get it. I get it. Yep. I I was, I mean, I was easily going to ask who did you side with? Obviously it's Killmonger here. And you know, I, I, I'm definitely with you on that. I mean, uh, T'Challa or the Black Panther wanted to hold withhold all of uh, Wakanda's uh, technology and advancements away from society while their people of their same color is struggling through poverty and 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 you know while Killmonger wants to release uh, release these advances to help all the other people of his mm-hmm. color in the world. So you know it's a easily relatable. And then the other big thing for me with this movie was that uh, Ryan Coogler, who is from Oakland. Who lived who lived through these times made a movie with with you know with experience but with pure heart mm-hmm. so that you know even because it's called Marvel's Black Planet, you can actually look at this movie and almost tend to forget that 
it is a, a superhero movie sort of said because it relates to so many life things in this day and age so mm-hmm. i know so my sister she's currently living in oakland mm-hmm. and when she went to go see it even she was saying that like her her friends the whole theater like they were all talking about how how he was able to portray oakland for how it really is and not mm-hmm. glamorizing it yeah so that, I thought that was really cool. It was super powerful, and I and I and 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 I'm I'm going to say something in a second, but um, it's definitely something that you can see within your character now, because um, before your injury, you know, you again, it's you've you've been you're you're a veteran in the game. I believe you've been wrestling for about nine years. Oh shoot, my ninth anniversary just. Yep, yep, you're yep. right. And and you have always been again one of these uh, positive people. Everyone's always sitting in the locker room helping the other, helping everyone. Blah 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 blah. But your return came off as yeah, I'm still this likable person. But you had this edge. You had this. I'm not not aggression is the word I want to use. But you had this 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 look in your eyes like like you're not going to be messed with this time. Like this this was your second return. And and I thought that. Along with that look, minus your gear, that if you actually looked at looked at you at, just as a person, there was a lot of Killmonger in you. And then <laughs> when the gear came out, I was like, "Holy hell!" <laughs> I was like, wow. "What is happening right now?" <laughs> I take that as a major compliment. Thank oh, you. Oh no, for sure. No, no. It's 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 a testament to who you are. I, I, the the, the story here, uh, your your return, along with the the vignettes that were coming out with it. I mean. <laughs> Anyone who hasn't been following, I mean, Jesus Christ, I, I just don't know what to say. But I mean, coming full circle, it, it was only had to be solidified by you being in the Mayan Classic. Now, this was your second year, second annual. And last year, you were in the ring with a set of 32 women. This year, you were, as you've been quoted, they upped the ante with some of the most legendary wrestlers all over the world with a new set of 32 this year. I mean, once you saw the whole field pan out, just what was your thoughts? A part of me was like, oh, man, I'm going to be in trouble. But the other part of me is like, nah, I got this. Yep. Mm -hmm. I've been busting my ass for this return. I've been busting my ass to make sure that people notice me now. And I got this. Like, I worried. I'll show them. I'll I'll make sure people people know who the Blaze Maddie is. So. I was very excited just because it was it's so different from last year. And like I said before, I love challenges. Uh, so I'm like, man, give give me everybody. I want them all. Um, but I was very excited just because it's so different from last year. Just everyone from Joshi legend Miko Satomura to um, the returning Caitlin. Like you have all these new awesome people. And I was just amped up for them all that's right i mean i again <laughs> the parade of champions you came on ringside and you sat there for a second and you kind of looked like ah, i'm here you took one <laughs> step in the ring and you're like hell yeah i'm here and like the energy just amplifies beyond belief it's just like there's a there's this humble and there's this humble side of you that you hold on to be, i would say post post uh, uh pre-injury but then once you just within the ring or outside the curtain post injury, this new reinvented you that, you know, that sat on the sideline for five months. That's that's done the rehab, the encouragement from all your friends from all over. 
um the the inspiration in, from Black Panther, the 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 reincarnation of Blazing Batty. It's just <laughs> it's all there. I've been telling people like I'm I'm never gonna change as far as I'm gonna always try my best because I was I looked up to like Daisy Hayes, Sarah Del Rey, Mercedes Martinez, Rain. They all helped me grow up. So I just want to make them proud and help the younger generation teach them everything they taught me. Um, so I'll always be humble. I'll always help the younger generation. But after injury, like I'm still going to be that. But now I've always, this has been like one of my monikers, I guess, but I'm reclaiming my time. Like mm-hmm. for the past eight, nine years, I've been pitting everyone else above me. But now I, it, this is my time. I'm taking what's mine and you're going to know who I am, whether you like it or not. Mm. Uh, so that was like, especially learning the new stuff from Jess and Shayna. Like, I ain't coming to play no more. This this, this ain't a game anymore. <laughs> no lies being told there. <laughs> so, all right. So before we wrap it up here, uh, one other thing I want to say is to let it be known that between April to August that uh, uh, within the independence, you were taking on some of the best wrestlers <laughs> in the world, as in, you know, just to name a few, just Matt Riddle and, and Keith Lee. And I mean, you didn't discriminate. Anyone could get it. <laughs> you damn right. And I told him to, you better give it right back, because if you don't, I'm just going to hit you that much harder. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the obvious question now is. So the May Young Classic will air. Um, I'm not even sure, but I can't wait. I think it airs. <laughs> is it? Wait, what month is it? September something, I think. Whatever. whatever. It's, like it's going to air September. soon. Um, I think like September 10th or 11th or something. Okay. But what 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 can we expect next from you? We're just going to have to wait and find out. I'm 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 with that. <laughs> the suspense is building up. <laughs> okay, so look, before we go, I want to play something for you. Okay. And I just want you to you may have heard this because this thing kind of went kind of viral online, <laughs> just in case you know you've been under a rock for a little bit. But I just want to know I'm gonna play this and I just want to know initially what was your feelings then and what's your feelings now hearing it. Hold on. Okay. And then it's it's incredible how one word could just one chant can 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 bring out one of the most powerful men in wrestling out. And one word can flip the whole <laughs> building. <laughs> I know. What are your thoughts? It, still to this day, I watch that video. Like, I've been watching that video every day since just because it's still surreal to me. Like, I'm I'm still like, oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and none of this has happened. Like, it's a dream. There's no way this is real. Um, But every time I watch it back, it's like... And I've always, I've, I love my fans and I love the support that they've given me, but this, like, 
I can't express into words how appreciative that I am for their support. Everything from, you know, when I started to even just the encouragement throughout my injury and to, to this point, it's like, I, I would be nothing without you guys. Um, so to watch this video and to see the support, especially at such a big stage like WWE, it's like, wow. I, it still makes me emotional just like thinking about it just because I'm so thankful um, that I have such a great support system and great fan base and uh, <laughs> it's still a dream. You deserve it and so much more. And, and I, and I want to make sure this is very clear to anyone who's listening um, that chant was no exaggeration. That was reused that entire two days. Yet, I'm not sure where you were at, you know, um, once you, uh, the completion of your matches. But let it be known that, that that please sign chant was only done for one person in two days. And again, reemphasizing the fact that there was 32 of the best wrestlers in the entire world. And I'm one person. Of course, I'm a chant it because that's what I want. But that's an entire arena of people. And my little voice is not going to make other people get out their seat and do it. So this is a pure demand from the from your fan base that generally wanted that to happen. And again, we saw with Cedric with the Cruiserweight Classic, he came out and gave his endorsement. None of us know Triple H. We didn't, we didn't text him and say, hey, come out and address this. So, you know, it's, 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 it's as real as it gets. And I mean, it gave me chills. Man. So I don't even know what happened after that. Like, I don't know what match. I'm, I, I apologize. But after that <laughs> moment, like, literally, I, I, I was just on an all-time high. <laughs> Man, you and I both. Like, I didn't even see that um, just because everything that happened after my match, uh, we were all kind of scrambling, hectic. Um, so I didn't even see that until... I went on Twitter and I was like, no way. This gotta be Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> well, indeed it did happen for one of the most deservingest people out there. So thank you um, so much. You're very uh, welcome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day. I know you gotta uh hang out with Stan Man a little tonight, huh? Yeah, he's he's needy for attention right now. He's probably just hungry, but I'm going to just guess. I'm just going to assume he wants my love. <laughs> that is the guy. I mean, <laughs> a little meatloaf. <laughs> well, um, just for again, if anyone just been totally clueless, where can people find you on social media? Man, I'm all over the place. I'm on Twitter where I'm most active at Mia Yim, um, Instagram at Mia Yim Official and Facebook at Official Mia Yim. Um, I'm not really too much on Facebook, but Instagram and Twitter definitely hit me up. I'm all over it. Right on. And make sure you tune in to the Mia Yim Classic when it uh, airs on the WWE Network sometime next month so you can see some of the best matches I've ever seen in wrestling easily um, featuring Miss Mia Yim. Thanks for tuning in. We will catch you guys next time. Bye.